So welcome everyone. Today I've got Higo von Boyon. He's from FinMeUp and I'm really excited to talk to him. Thank you for joining and welcome. Oh, thanks a lot. Good being here. Yeah. So to, uh, welcome to the podcast. And I think as always, can you just kind of tell us, tell the viewers and the audience who you are and just some of your background? Yeah, cool. Okay. So I'm the CEO and founder of FinMeUp. I'm also one of the co-founders of Handle, which is only launching soon. Um, but yeah, my whole life, I've just always been looking for problems and trying to solve them in some sort of a way. Um, and I just have a mesh, massive passion for entrepreneurship, mentorship, um, financial education, enrichment and equipment. So that's basically, so let's, let's kick off with Fin Me Up. So Fin Me Up is, it's all about finance uh, education. So at the end of the day, our vision is to educate, to equip and to enrich our FinMeUp users by taking them from education all the way to execution. So not just educating them, but actually helping them on the road to financial independence. So we are mostly based on the FinMeUp app uh, where we have various features, which caters for mainly two types of peoples, or, or people, um, which is entrepreneurs. is the one people looking to start and scale their own businesses and then investors, uh, for example, in, in shares or in ETFs. So we have various features covering uh, or allowing us to go into the vision. Um, so we have, for example, podcasts, stock picks, daily quizzes. Then we also launched our own digital university now, which is called Finme Uni. And the motto is what's cool and university didn't teach you uh, because Love it. Um, up yeah, I was always so frustrated in class, uh, in university, never attended class, but, but actually, <laughs> you know, you had to do it. But uh, so, because in, in university and in school, you learn the fundamentals uh, more, than, more than anything else. So you learn what a plan is, you learn um, what marketing is, you, you learn a bit about accounting, you learn a bit about tax, but nowhere in school or university does it teach you how to actually... Uh, how to actually start a business and scale a business or how to execute a plan, not just what a plan is. Mm. Or it doesn't teach you anything about um, how to look after your credit score. Mm. It doesn't teach you uh, the fundamentals of budgeting. So there's yeah. just a few aspects that, that we found lacks or that there's a lack mm. of it in, in the current institutions. So and a lot of space for disruption in education. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, hey, this isn't a South African problem because if you've been following around the world, this is a, it's a, it's, it's around the world. I mean, um, I wanted to ask you, how did you get to that hypothesis? Because um, for me, I read the book, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which opened my eyes to this whole situation of not being taught the right things back in school. So this is something that's happening in America. This isn't just a, a unique problem here. So you've, you're really hitting home across the board. Like, how did you yeah, get no, to say, I'm going to, I need to, I need to address this. Yeah. So I think like any business, nobody gets the idea from day one and just immediately knows what, what it's going to be like in five years. I mean, as you, you test the idea, as you uh, actually do things, you iterate as you go on, you, you adapt, you, search for the problem so how fin me up started was so i've always been interested in shares investing in shares 
and also doing side hustles, making try, trying to make extra income or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I started a WhatsApp group with, with just a few of my friends where I just shared my research that I've done on, on companies for shares or share cool, cool articles about startups or business, with business ideas. And I just saw that, okay, so these people find it interesting. Mm. None of them invested in companies. Now, all of a sudden, all of them are investing in shares. Yeah. None of them even thought of starting a business. Now they're looking for ways to start their own business. So then I thought, okay, this is, this is really helping people. And then I just sat down with papers, started drawing out how a potential app can look like. Mm-hmm. And it looks nothing now like it looked when I, I saw that on LinkedIn, by the way. Yeah, I, I <laughs> Old school pen and, and paper, <laughs> hey. Pen and paper, yeah. No, you learn a lot of stuff as you build a business. I mean, now I, I don't do anything on paper anymore. Everything is now on, for example, on Miro or on presentations. Yeah. Or, 100%. So, yeah, no, things change. Um, but I'm still learning every day. But, yeah, so that's, that's how it started. And as we got users... Um, so I'm a firm believer in doing things that don't scale um, in order to scale. So what I did was with various earlier adapters from the FinMe Up uh, community or FinMe users, I actually made one-on-one meetings with them. And these were people I've never met before. I've even still haven't met them. Just at one-on-one meetings with them, just trying to figure out where do they find problems? Uh, what do they need? Uh, mm. where are they looking to go? How are they going to get there? And then slowly but surely you start getting ideas. Mm. You, you try the ideas, you see what's working, what's not working. Um, and yeah, one of my, uh, well, one of the, our, our one product advisory, we just sat down and, and said, okay, where, we do, where do we see this in five years? And, mm-hmm. and you try as best as possible to predict where you're going. Cause I mean, the future is uncertain. Yeah. And, then the FinMe Uni, the digital university, just popped in our heads. Also sat down again, started drawing ideas, and the ideas just came together. Then we partnered with various experts in various fields where we saw, okay, we need to educate people on this. For example, um, the how to look after your credit score course. Mm. But we, expert, we partnered with the expert digital marketing to make it practical. Learn how to invest course. We partnered with the expert. So with all these courses, we actually help people. Also yeah. with the how to start and scale a business. So I personally wrote that. Um, because when you start your own business, you realize that nothing you learn will actually, well, equip you for, for what you want to do. I mean, I didn't know how to register a company. I didn't mm. know how to do my own taxes. I didn't know how to do my own budgeting. I didn't know how to buy my own domain. Goes back to, to why it. they didn't teach us at school, right? Look at all I those unknowns. So. Yeah, so that's what we also tried to do with that course, you know, helping our users go from education to execution. So Love it. And then we had the feedback from users. We realized, okay, there's definitely opportunity. Mm. I freaking love it. So um, <laughs> <laughs> one of my questions I had set up for you was to actually ask you, where do you see FinMe up in five years? Do you see a yeah, vision? So, yeah, no, definitely. Um, actually, before we launched the app, I sat down also with a pen and paper because um, I know Walt Disney did it back in 19, very early when they started. Mm. And I just sat down and, and draw, drew all the possible ideas of what we can do that fits into the vision to educate, to equip, and to enrich. So currently, we have various features that's part of the education part and the enrichment part. 
we are lacking a bit with the, uh, the equipment part. So we started working on Finmi tools, which is launching before next year. So somewhere mm -hmm. between now and end of December. Okay. Um, where there's personal tools, business tools, and getting started tools. Um, so which is actually, I'm going to keep it a surprise what it is, but it's, it's part of the vision and out of the tools, we can roll out so many features and next year we're going to start building a, a completely new business for a completely new target market. Um, but there's a massive market for that. And there's a big problem in that market. Um, so I, I can't Jeez, give it I away just want to ask, but I'll, I'll, I'll leave it a secret. <laughs> I'll have to yeah, stay tuned, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Jana, I can definitely, so at the end of the day, our main focus is our users, the customers, consumers, more than anything else. So mm. when we look at competition, we, we don't actually focus at all. When, whenever we focus on competition, we just look at what can we possibly do? Um, yeah. What can we add? Which ideas, ideas would be actually cool to implement in our system mm. or with who can we partner? Um, mm. So our main focus is on the customer and we'll continuously look to add ways to add value to, to help them go to the financial independence journey. Yeah, I love it. So what is your role? Like you obviously CEO and founder, do you code? Do you, I mean, you, you seem to have a very good product understanding. So I come from a product management uh, background. Um, what is your role? Like you, you, you seem to, yeah. you seem to be doing it all. <laughs> no. So, so the product that's, that's my baby. I, I understand that completely. Um, mm -hmm. as I, I've been there from day one, I started on my own and now we're a team of six currently and, and we're still growing and looking to grow mm -hmm. and, and, and add more people to the team as time goes on. So I was, I've been there since day one um, with a pen and paper. So I understand the product completely, but tech wise, I'm definitely not the guy. Um, so we have developers, um, which is actually not part of the six. Uh, we outsource it, um, but we recently now got a CTO on board, a chief, okay. chief technical officer. Mm -hmm. um, so, so he's also there in the code, knowing what's going on, also helping with the advisory of which best tech to use and all of that. So that's why a team is important. You can't do everything on your own. Um, but sometimes you just have to start on your own and yeah. you will, you will grow from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm there to grow the, grow the business. Mm. Now you're playing a, a full on CEO role. Yeah, for sure. And I just yeah. wondered if you were actually part of the dev dev team, because a lot of People seem to, no, to start from that, there. I'm not that talented. <laughs> that, that's next level skill. Yeah. So um, talking about having a team of six is some sort of a metric, right? Um, what, what kind of metrics are you using to um, understand your growth? So your user you know, adoption rates or whatever it is, what are you using to understand that you, know, you, you started obviously with the WhatsApp group? Um, and you know, so as you've released, what are you looking at to say, okay, cool, this thing is really working? Yeah. So, okay, obviously customer feedback and reviews is, is definitely one. Um, reaching out to customers, asking their honest opinion on the app, where, can, where do they see we need improvements? Some of them say everything is perfect. Some of them say maybe as an idea. So that's one, one way. Another way is user retention. So how long we keep a customer. Also premium conversion rates. So how many free users switch to premium. Mm -hmm. um, then daily active users so there's, there's various ways in which you can actually see if you are doing well or not also a big form of knowing if you have product market fit 
uh, is when word of mouth is starting to spread. So 100%. Even, even lately, I've been just scrolling around on Facebook groups or Twitter, and then I see our users that I've never spoken to or met or anything promoting FinMe up for us. So that's, that's definitely some sort of uh, a way you, you know that, okay, there is definitely some type of uh, form of product market fit. Um, so, yeah. Cool. All right. No, I, I love that a lot. Uh, yeah, those are very good ways. Um, yeah, retention rates. Uh, your, your pricing model, just kind of explain that uh, so people can also understand if they wanted to sign up, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, okay. So to download the app, it's free on the Google Play App Store. You just type in Fin Me Up. Uh, so it's, it's short for Finance Me Up, the Fin Me Up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's free to download. And then there's on the app various features. Some of them are free. And when you are on premium, you have access to all the features. So mm -hmm. we have some features only for premium users. But I mean, it's 40 Rand a month. So I always compare this to, <laughs> to people partying. You know, for one beer or even just two, two uh, small bottles of Coke will cost you 40 Rand or even just some food, a burger might even just cost yeah. you 40 or you won't even get a burger for 40 so, rand come now <laughs> yeah so it's, so it's very it's not expensive um mm. for the monthly uh premium subscription and i mean the value you get out of that is mm. is great that's that's why we are actually very satisfied with uh the the premium retention rate uh the mm -hmm. users that switch to premium usually stay premium that's um, fantastic so, yeah so that's the one way and then we also have the online courses which is once off, you pay once off for a course. The courses are also, you know, very, we, we focus on value. So not one, there's no course that's more than 500 Rand. Um, and, and you get loads of value for that. And uh, experts, um, you know, what, what schools and university didn't teach you. So those are the two mm -hmm. ways. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, what did you study at, at, at Varsity? How did you get into understanding finance? You, you, you know, you've got your stock picks on, on FinMeUp. Um, how did you get into that um, realm and understanding? So, where did the interest come yeah, from? Yeah, so university is management accounting. Okay. But to be brutally honest, nothing that I personally find extremely valuable today is, well, I'm mostly self-taught. Um, so con constantly doing research since grade seven. Um, mm. I remember in school, I used to, to hide my cell phone from teachers and putting it in my pencil case and just continuously reading about shares and companies and how to do research and PE ratios and yeah. what, you know, management and how also how do you start a business? How do you, all of these things in school, I sat hiding my phone to learn mm. that. So, so that's also, I guess, why my passion is so big for the FinMe Uni uh, yeah. with the motto, what, what school didn't teach you. But um, so most of the, the things I know now was self-taught. Um, there's so many free resources as well. Um, it's just a lot of admin finding all these resources mm -hmm. while we're trying to put everything in one, uh, on, on one platform, which is FinMe Up. But... Um, yeah, so it's self-taught. Obviously, in university, I, I, with management accounting, I, I, I learned various valuable information as well, but I wouldn't say anything practical. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's the background. And yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of 
learning yourself and the best way to learn is by actually doing it so mm. for example investing in shares when you do something right when you do something wrong you learn from it at the end of the mm. day next yep. time you'll make a better decision same with starting a business i didn't know how to register a business i didn't know how to build a website i didn't know how to get developers i didn't know the, so the list is in yeah, yeah exactly so that's why i'm a firm believer if you get an idea pursue it uh, even mm. if it fails at the end of the day or even if you don't do it just you know sitting down and pursuing that idea will teach you more than just sitting with the idea mm. and doing nothing so tell me what how are you finding the south african market like um there's obviously so much room for disruption and you're you're coming in here and you're disrupting the market um how do you send how are you feeling the market and the response that you're getting from competitors or you know peers yeah. how's it going so the startup community in south africa is very strong um you know startups help each other so we've we've had the privilege to partner with various amazing companies and then there's other companies like easy equities um they they now have more than 600,000 south africans uh, that registered on easy equities there to invest in shares so obviously the more people invest in shares the more they want to learn about shares which mm. benefits fund me up again so there's definitely a big transformation happening in south africa a good one uh, for a business like like us and I, I think the biggest problem still in south africa is the mindset you know the mindset that um you'd rather spend 200 round 200 rand on a night out than spending 200 rand investing in a share or learning about finance or business or saving thousand mm. rand to start your own business a little business it's just that mindset but it's slowly changing it is changing and if you look at the, the overall market uh, and consumers of south africans they are looking for ways to okay how can i set up my financial future uh, which is obviously great for us um, and, and that's what we want to see not mm. just from a business side but also that's what we're trying to do um, and there's there's definitely massive dis or, or opportunity for disruption in south africa but I think there's actually a, a global uh, problem. So yes, there's, there's a lot of opportunity. No, I completely agree. I think that everyone's kind of opening up to understand that a there's enough resources out there that they can learn from, and they want to become financially independent and free. Um, I don't know if it's a millennial thing or whatever it is, but there's definitely a movement yeah. and. And I think what's nice what you're talking about is that, um, like you said, there's so much information out there that you can go and find out for yourself, but where do you go? Like, like where, what is the correct stuff? And I like the fact that you're addressing that problem as well. Like giving people straight to the course. This is what, this is where the gaps are. This is where you should be going. So I really love that. Yeah. That's really cool. So, cool shot. yeah. So, so, um, now I really want to, I want to poke, poke a bear and talk about crypto. Oh, okay. <laughs> where you're at, where's, where, where are you at with, when it comes to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies? So actually one of the courses that we launched on FinMe up or FinMe uni is understanding the world of cryptocurrencies. Mm -hmm. And after I did that course myself, mm -hmm. uh, cause I, I knew nothing from cryptos. Um, okay. I bought a bit of Bitcoin a few years back, just, you know, <laughs> just to Get see what happens. in the game. Yeah. But then after doing the course, we partnered with the expert uh, that, that explains what it is, uh, why it could work, why it could fail, 
and just understanding what it is because I like to understand mm-hmm. what I invest in, especially if it's a lot of my money. And after doing that course, I actually bought Bitcoin um, and the, the easy EC10 token. Bitcoin mm-hmm. was, I think, thirteen thousand um, dollars, and it's now about about seventeen five hundred. It's changing the whole time. My friend, it's so, past eighteen today. Serious. Yeah, man. Wow, okay. then, I'm, then I'm glad. But yeah, so I did the course on Fill Me Up and now I get it. Like I'm starting to understand that this can definitely become the currency of the internet. Mm. And with companies like Square, PayPal, yep. you know, all these adopters or, or big corporations now adopting Bitcoin, this can definitely work. Um, and it's, I can see why it's digital gold. I'm still doing even more research. Um, I'm not even done with the cryptocurrency course yet. Um, I think mm. I'm just about halfway done. So I definitely want to get that finished. Um, but I, I can see a future for Bitcoin. Um, my only concern is possible regulation that can happen yes. over the next few years yeah. when central banks or governments see, okay, this is becoming a big threat and they no longer have power um, because it's a decentralized currency. Then they might come some regulation which which might affect bitcoin so mm. it, it's definitely going to be a a time game yeah oh well have you have you seen that the ecb the european central bank they they're looking into digital currencies as well yeah no, i mean everybody's now like all the even jp morgan um yeah. visa master all of these companies are now starting to invest in blockchain and, and crypto so there's definitely in blockchain especially there's a lot of uh, opportunity. Mm. So what do you think is, is kind of holding people back? Is it that understanding? Is it uh, that it's yeah. hard to understand? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually not that hard to understand, Like mm. I don't want to advertise it, but I'm yeah. going to advertise it. So just have a look at that cryptocurrency course. It's, I think it's 200 grand or something. So mm-hmm. it's, it's very little and you'll understand it completely. Um, so it's, it, it's definitely, I think the fact that people are struggling to understand it mm-hmm. um, and when people don't understand, they're very scared to invest because um, yeah. you usually get the gamblers, but that's also more short term. <laughs> and yeah. obviously with Bitcoin, you want to limit the supply. So the more long term investors, yeah. um, probably the it's better. It's all about time horizons, right? Like, you know, yeah. I think I, for me, I think a lot of people got burnt in 2017. They all jumped in, they put bought mm-hmm. Bitcoin, the bubble burst, they lost their money and they're like, okay, cool. This thing isn't real. Uh, what, what, what? Don't understand it. Don't want to touch it. But it didn't, don't, mm-hmm. it didn't go away, right? It came back and it's... Yeah, it's, but it's, I think it's also the fact that some people that everybody looks up to like Warren Buffett and yeah um you know they all said no they're staying away from crypto but now you've got the big names jack dorsey um yeah. uh, Ark invests kathy wood many big names uh chamath but i don't know how to say it's it's a name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, not watching. He's also, yeah he's also a massive yeah. back of the uh, so, michael saylor yeah. i don't know if you saw that story uh micro strategy mm-hmm. Yeah, I know there's, there's so many big names now behind back, uh, Bitcoin. So it is almost becoming one of those themes too big to fail, but uh, let's see. Mm. So at this point, I mean, this is obviously not financial advice and, and whatnot, but in, from, from your side, um, if you were talking to someone about um, their portfolio, 
what yeah. what would you say at, in this current state? How should their portfolios be looking at this point? So I'm a firm believer in diversification, but not over diversification. Uh, you have to understand completely what you invest in. With with the current world we live in, you're going to see headlines the entire time. Uh, and if you don't understand what you invest in and you see one headline that's going to trigger you, you might sell all your shares and then three years later, it's you would have doubled your money if you just held on. So truly understand what you're investing in. And that's why I say over diversification is not always good because if you have 40 companies in your personal stock portfolio, how do you manage it to constantly know what's happening in 40 companies? Mm. But same goes with not diversifying. So then you get a company like Steinhoff that everybody thinks, you know, this is just the best company to put your money in. You can put all your money in and then mm. that mm. happens and then you lost all your money. So I'd say the perfect number is between seven and 10. Because okay. um, then it's, you, you'll still be able to understand all your companies. You are diversified. And then I'd also look at uh, international exposure. So local equities in South Africa, some equities in the US, some in Australia. So you also get, you also get that diversification, China, um, but I mean, so many of these big companies are already diversifying for you. Mm. Now that is for someone that wants to do research, that knows how to do research, that has a passion for that. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have a learn how to invest course, which caters for that. But if you're just someone that wants to invest and just leave your money for years and years and years, don't really want to do a lot of research, but you want to invest, then I'd say personally, I'd just put my money in an ETF. Um, so, uh, electronic trade uh, fund so that is an easy way for you to get uh you know you can invest in the base companies that is managed for you continuously and you just have to sit back and if you look at uh, etfs like uh, s p 500 it outperforms so many asset managers actually so you can be your own asset manager by just buying an etf so that's also a good option, but yeah, those are the, the two different mm. channels you can go. Yeah. And how about commodities? Do you feel people need to have exposure to gold or anything like that? Um, personally, I don't. Um, it's just, it's, it's too cyclical for me uh, personally. And, and it's not something mm. I, I do effort in or to understand in it. So that's why I'd rather invest in companies that I can truly understand and something that I know consumer behavior will affect their financials because okay. consumer behavior is something you can understand. Uh, so I, I, I like Tesla. Um, I've been a big Tesla bull now for, for a very long time and finally now I'm seeing the returns. Um, nice. Purple Group, which owns Easy Equities. Yeah. So let's just take those. Let's take Tesla, Apple, and Easy, uh, Purple Group, for example. Yeah, yeah. So Tesla, you know, governments are starting to move all everything to uh, from consumption, uh, or what, what do you call it? You know, from combustion from oil. engines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, combustion engines to electric. So they're lowering mm. tax. People are looking to save the planet, which is electric vehicles. Tesla you know, it's the is, future. Tesla is ahead, uh, way ahead in electric vehicles. Um, they've got Elon Musk. So their biggest problem is their supply is lower than the, de- or 
the, the demand is the demand is higher than the supply. Yeah. So it's a long term demand as well. Exactly. So now they have built cash to actually invest in gigafactories to up the supply. When the supply is up, they will be able to meet the demand, which means the delivery numbers will be way higher, which is good for the company. Um, and I just see this continuously. Well, I, I can see it rise until at least 2030, um, the demand for Tesla vehicles. But then they aren't just a vehicle manufacturing company. They sell batteries, they sell energy, they sell yeah. insurance, they sell entertainment, uh, the autonomous taxis that will come with the self-driving cars. So that's one thing. And I see people like Teslas, the, the reviews for Teslas are good. That's why I like Tesla's investment. Mm -hmm. um, easy equities, people are, well, you, you can actually track the, the growth with users and you see the growth for easy equities users is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, you see that more people are active investing in shares the research for companies are more people are looking at the futures more more people are investing creating mm. these equities creating the purple group self-service financial advice yeah so that's yeah. that's why i opened my biggest position in purple group at 33 cents and today it's north of 90 cents and um, with, within a few months and this is a long term investment as well so that's why i'm a firm believer look at the business look at what they do look at the who they are catering for the consumers see what you understand and where they're going and and then you can make your own conclusion lekker man okay cool so um what i'd like to know um is what book did you read that really changed if you were to recommend a book for for the viewers or the audience what would you say they should yeah. read so for starting a business i'd say that the two favorite or the two best books in, in my opinion is zero to one from Peter Thiel and okay. the lean startup. Yeah. Nice. Lean startup is a favorite. It's a question I ask most of my guests. Uh, this yeah. second one I've got in lean startup. I loved it. Very easy read. Um, but yeah, great. Um, Igo, I think I'm going to, I'm going to call it there, but it's been great chatting to you. We can always do this again and I'd love to follow okay. how fin me up grows over the years. Um, but yeah, any departing words for the viewers about uh, where they can find you or anything else like that? Yeah, sure. So it's very easy. If, if you want to just see the Fin Me Up app, it's free to download. Um, you can just type in Fin Me Up, one word, on the App Store, Google Play. We also have a cool website. Mm. Um, the Fin Me Uni is also on the website as well as the app. And we'll continuously launch cool features that will add value to the users. Um, and also stay tuned for the launch of the other startup um, I'm also part of Handel it's also something very disruptive and uh, revolutionary is a big word but something new in South Africa um, so yeah stay tuned for that as well you can also follow us on social media but yeah, uh, yeah check it out and, and send feedback if you have yeah fantastic cool there you go. well thanks for, for joining me today and all the best and uh, we'll definitely be keeping tabs on, on all these little disruptive startups you, you're going for. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Cool. Right. Cheers.